In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. It's a victory Monday and I'm here with Ian Wright, Wright, Wright to talk about how we found the game, breaking it down. Ian, how was it for you, buddy? It was a stressful game. I think the first half was one of those games where I think Browns fans were a little uneasy. We were the better better team. We were a double-digit favorite going into the game. We did win by double digits, but we did not cover. So you know what they say, good teams win, great teams cover. Overall, I think that Kevin Stefanski's got a lot that he can go back to and practice this week and really coach up because the team is not quite firing on all cylinders. Yeah, great. Let's 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 break down the show like we normally do. You're in Boston Airport. We've got 10 minutes. It's going to be a fast fire podcast. The off- offense, Ian, what score are you giving it out of 10? Yeah, the offense just wasn't firing today. I'm going to go with a six on offense. I thought Baker looks pretty good, 19 to 21. That's the type of accuracy we really need to see to be successful. The interception, I think Anthony Schwartz could have probably made a little bit better of a play on that ball than he did. And I think the fumble by Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, was another thing that's going to bring that offensive grade down. As everybody knows, no sevens in the Paul Brown podcast. But ultimately, two turnovers and a couple sacks given up. Overall, offense could have been a lot better. Yeah, a funny one, you know. Hunt had a lot of snaps to start the game off with. Chubb came along, came alive later in the game. Uh, Felton, when he was needed, later the game there, made some big, big plays. I really liked the first return kick. You know, mm-hmm. we actually gained well, some. The kickoff was nice. Yeah, like as Browns fans, I don't think we've seen that in ages. You know, home stadium and getting some good uh, yardage. But uh, yeah, I thought Hunt, Chubb. Showed some great, great touches at times. Showed why they're the best running pair in the NFL. But Baker Mayfield, a warrior, a hero. You know, he he was clearly injured, wanted to come out, wanted to win the game. We won ugly. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't that smash and grab that a lot of Browns fans thought it was. We were lucky with Tyrod um, hamstring going because, you know, you know, they're in a, they were in, not a bad team, I don't, I don't think. But um, I, I think the one thing that people are going to say is, oh, well, we wouldn't have done this without Tyrod. We'll get a little bit into the defense. But I do think that at halftime, you know, a team has the ability to go and make adjustments, do some things in that capacity. Tyrod wasn't doing anything game-breaking. I thought the Texans had a very good game plan to come out, you know. But at the end of the day, I thought offensively for the Browns, it was nice to see Demetri Felt to be able to step in. That touchdown catch was very, very impressive. And it came on the backs of that kickoff return, which was also very nice. So we kind of see the player that he's going to be. You know, I thought Harrison Bryant, four catches, Austin Hooper, five catches, Najoku, two catches. So you're looking at 11 catches of the tight ends. I think you're definitely starting to see that this ball is going to get spread out off, you know, often. And if, until Odell gets back, and now, you know, they're saying preliminarily with Jarvis in the knee, this could be something that, you know, we're going to have to weather for a little bit. Bit, but you know we're going to seem to see a little bit more out of the rookie. I'd like to see Schwartz, you know, get make a play on the ball, maybe get downfield, make a play because today 
no, we were really excited after week one, but today eh, didn't see much out of him today. Uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield's just breaking news said his left shoulder kind of popped in and out. Um, yeah, Baker, let's yeah. let's avoid making tackles on interceptions, Baker. Let's let's avoid that. We don't we don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think six is a fair number. Um, yeah, you know, Njuku seemed to, uh, you know, the tight end seemed to have a good game from a catch-in, so that was good. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go over six. O-line looked not as strong and as there seems to be a lot of gaps um, than there has been previously over the last year. So uh, I think that's definitely what we need to go back to. But yeah, keep an eye on the time. Defence, what are you going to go with? <laughs> I would say the defense, they did have two turnovers, but one was on specials. Um, one, I'll give it to the defense. I'm going to go with a five again on defense. You know, I thought Ronnie Harrison, it was good to see him actually play a game, led the team in tackles. Um, you know, Malcolm Smith had a really nice interception. Uh, Grand Delpit, <laughs> we've been talking about him for, you know, two years now. Finally, nice to see him on the field. And, man, when he blitzes, he comes like a missile. So I thought it was nice to at least hear his name. He had been pretty quiet going through that point. But again, I think teams are realizing that the Browns have four guys that can get after the passer. I think the CBS graphic did a great job in the first half showing how fast Tyrod Taylor was getting that ball out, right? 1.9 seconds, 1.8 seconds. That's what teams are going to do. And what that's really going to do is that's going to put stress on your linebackers and on your secondary to make plays. So at this point, we really need like someone in that secondary, someone in those linebackers that knows these balls are the balls coming out quick. We gotta make a play. We gotta get our hands up. We gotta bat some balls down. We gotta get a tip drill. You know, there's gotta be something because at this point, that screen pass to Lindsay, you and I were as close to making that tackle as you know anybody on the Browns defense was. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, for me, I thought Dale Pitt may even get the whole game game ball. I thought he was electrifying at times. Great to see, you know, Miles Garrett. You know, we haven't seen the best of him yet this season. Um, yeah, do you know what? I thought Ward and uh, Newsom struggled today. I don't know if you've seen. Um, mm -hmm. It felt like they were, Ward was a, a, a yard off everything. And uh, yeah, Newsom made uh, one good interception. But otherwise, um, you know, I thought he struggled today. I don't know how you, how you saw it. Well, I think they realized knowing that Denzel Ward was going to play off man. So, right. So they knew they could hit those quick slants and then the Browns figured out pretty quickly that the ball was going to be coming out in 1.8, 1.9 seconds. Well, a receiver like Brandon cooks, you're going to give him that much off the line. He's able to make a play and get inside. That's why you were able to see them complete some balls early on Denzel Ward. You know, as for Greg Newsom, he's got to learn in college. You don't have to turn your head in the pros you do. So on that deep ball, he's got to turn his head. I think that's a coaching thing that they'll get corrected. But overall, I like the physicality that both of them bring. And But ultimately, I think we are going to have to start adapting on the fly and putting ourselves in a better position to make plays because if teams are going to do this dink and dunk and get the ball out quick, we're going to need those two guys to get up and get in somebody's face and make it tough to get off the line of scrimmage because that's how you defeat those routes. You upset the timing by jamming them at the line. So, yeah, so offense, six, defense. I say five. You can, you can give what you want. I think that's, I think that's fair. Special teams. <laughs> the highlight of the day, uh, as we saw, you know, 
Chase McLaughlin continues to be, you know, perfect on the season, five for five today, four for four on extra points. Uh, Jamie Gillen, you know, averaged 40 yards on his punts, one inside the 20. And he actually saw a little bit of spark in the return game from Demetri Felton. So, you know, overall, I think that the Browns got a few of the things situated on special teams early. Um, so I would say, I mean, they had a field goal miss. Uh, let's see. They had one, the one kickoff return got nine, like 27 yards. I'm going to go with an eight for the special teams. I thought that they pretty much did what they needed to do to hold their side of the ball for today. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. I think eight is a, a fair number. Uh, Scottish Hammer, I texted him before the game, wishing him luck. He replied, I still don't think he's on fire. Um, but yeah, well done for coming out, showing your face up high and, and uh, you know, doing everything. But yeah, I was really happy with uh, Felton. You know, I was never his biggest fan in, in uh, off-season. I'm more of a Dearness fan. I'm, I'll be quite open about that. But yeah, everything that he did today proved, you know, why he's there and what position is he with the Browns. You can, you can be a fan of both. Did you notice who didn't take any snaps in running back? Demetri Felton, they, they moved him into Landry's spot in the slot. Yeah, really? So you're talking about there. He was, a wide, he was, in essence, playing the wide receiver after Jarvis Brown. So you can cheer for a bolt because Demetri's more playing your wide receiver four or five, whereas Dearness Johnson's going to be your uh, running back three. Yeah, look, I think I just want Keep to... Keep your loyalties, Paul. Just want to be finishing up by saying, look, I thought the atmosphere looked absolutely uh, amazing there. Really gutted. Um, really gutted I wasn't there and um, yeah you know it was an ugly win I think as us as Browns fans we keep thinking we're just going to instantly win games they're going to be a lot more tougher than we think they are and you know we were worried about how many snaps Odell was going to get you know it's, it's the end of week two and he hasn't had one snap you know and we're relying on Higgins uh, Donovan People-Jones Felden you know like this is the NFL when depth is so important. But look, Ian. Paul, Paul, the, the Ravens beat the Steelers. Oh. The Bengals got beat by the Bears. And the Browns won by double digits and were being critical. <laughs> it's like, listen, I get it. The team's not perfect. They needed to go out. They needed to win the game. Yes, it maybe you're, you're betting people, you know, other than Jack betting live, whatever. You know, we didn't cover. But at the end of the day, we played good enough to win. And that's best. That's what we can say. We're one and one. The best thing about being one and one, one and one, and the famous words of Urban Meyer is the opportunity to go two and one. You know, looking ahead next week, you know, big homecoming for me. We got the Bears, the Browns. So uh, it'll be a good game, though. So, all right, mate. Well, look, I look forward to listening to you and Jack break down the finer details in the next podcast. But yeah, happy that we won. It wasn't sexy, but the Cleveland Browns win. That's all that matters. Victory Monday. Go Browns. Go Browns.